Hello, and welcome to the Jennifer O'Brien Show. I'm your host, Jennifer O'Brien. Thanks for joining me today. I wanted to just go ahead and get into it. I want to talk about uh, Tamara Litch, Tamara, Tamara, Tomato, Tomato. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Um, but um, she is one of the head organizers of the Freedom Convoy, as you know, in Canada. And she was arrested um, several weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And she finally was released um, a couple days ago. And um, it's been a long time. I mean, she was in jail for at least over two weeks. Um, we thought I thought she's going to get out towards the end of last week, but pushed it through the weekend. And I believe it was Monday uh, when they decided to release her. I don't know if she actually got released on Monday or Tuesday, but uh, today's Wednesday. So either yesterday or the day before. But anyway, um, I wanted to show a quick clip of that and just chat about that for just a moment. But this is um, just a, this was her being released. Those are her children, I'm assuming. So sweet. I know she really missed them, I'm sure. A lot of love and support, you can see. All right. So anyway, that's um, basically her getting out of jail. It seemed very happy reunion. Got to be with, you know. I don't know if those were her kids or they were with somebody else or I don't really know, but she's out of jail. It's good news, right? So um, I was reading, uh, I was, I've been following Rebel News quite a bit since everything has happened in Canada. Um, and they're actually a really decent news source from what I can see so far. Um, but this was what they were talking about. It says, granted bail. It says, Lich will be required to leave Ottawa within 24 hours to be out of Ontario within 72 hours, alongside orders to stay off social media, not protest against COVID policies, and to have no contact with any of the co-accused. I'm like, <laughs> pretty sure her husband is part of the co-accused, so that's going to be quite interesting how that plays out. But um, anyway, I find that very, for someone who's free, um, those are some very strict policies there um, of having to, you know, get out of Ottawa and get out of Ontario. Um, and basically, she's not allowed on social media and she can't basically, basically, she has no voice. It's like you can get out of jail, but you will stay silent. So it's very interesting to me to see how strict, especially for some small fringe minority group. Why does it matter what she says or doesn't say. So to me, these strict policies, what we're seeing makes it more and more clear to me that it just takes average people that have some courage to stand up against 
these these governments. And as you can see, she's a mom. I mean, she's a mom who just took a stand and uh, really, I believe, helped to create some ripples and waves across the world and giving other people like myself included, a lot of courage to start speaking more about um, how our freedoms are under attack. It's been very obvious to me how much our freedoms have been under attack here in the United States for quite some time, but especially in the last two years. Um, so anyway, I, I want to stick with Canada just for a second. Um, I was also reading an article, um, if you were not following the Canadian convoy, anybody that financially went to help support. Um, of course, the, the story goes, the, um, the, uh, the account got hacked that everybody contributed to. Well, first off, GoFundMe completely just, you know, showed their true colors. Okay. So they shut the whole thing down and we're going to give the money to fund to places and charities that they deemed better than the convoy. And that, so true colors show then another, um, I think it's Godsend Go, um, if I'm probably saying it incorrectly. But anyway, another um, company that's a Christian-based company was like, hey, we'll we'll take the money and make sure you guys get it. Of course, then a hacker came along and exposed the names and addresses of the people that gave. And what I find interesting is that the government, the Canadian government, used that information. So crazy how that works. And, you know, I was hearing stories like a nurse, a mo single mom nurse who gave 50 bucks to the convoy, had her bank accounts shut down. And I'm not quite sure. I keep trying to see if those have been reinstated. I did read an article that forever, anybody that gave to that convoy has a mark in their banking. So it's kind of like they've been flagged. Um, it's just interesting how this system is 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 working um, against the people that um, try to stand up against it. Oh no, you can't. We're gonna we'll make sure we we cut you off in your your livelihood. And you know we just watch with the vaccines and the mandates. People getting told they can't show up to work because they didn't they chose not to vaccinate. I mean it's it doesn't. If you think they're going to be satisfied with an inch, I mean, come on. And if you think this is a Canadian problem, wake up. This is not just a Canadian issue. This it can it's just as bad here. It maybe isn't done as obvious as it's being done here in Canada, but I believe it's a matter of time if if we don't recognize the the warnings that we're getting from our our neighbors north of us. So anyway, um, very still, I'm still very concerned for Canada right now. Um, uh, we, we've also been following, um, pastor art, uh, Pulowski, who is being held as a political prisoner. He is still in jail. If I'm understanding correctly, he still spends the majority of his day in solitary confinement. I, I hope to God that that's still not the case. I mean, not that I want him in jail, but I, I pray to God he's not in solitary confinement most of his days. And if he is, oh my gosh, send the, send angels. Um, but I just found out recently, and I'm going to show you a quick uh, a clip. This is his brother, and this happened a few days ago. Go over to the side. What's going on? Um, 
Once you go ahead and move the vehicle over to the no, side, we're going to have to get you to turn it off. Okay, so he's what's been pulled on? over. The officers okay, are telling him to pull the, the car over. I'm going to fast forward this. Turn off the key, okay. and then we'll explain everything over to you, okay? Okay. So he's pulling over. Let's see. So as you see, they're arresting me. I have no idea what charges, what's going on. But... Uh, Warrant, okay? For what? For a Form 7 unendorsed warrant. What is that? Uh, it's uh, it just breaching condition, so I just need you to step I don't think this guy even knows what it is. Breaching condition. So, false claims. He ends up getting yeah, arrested. Everyone. This is, that's Arthur Pulowski's brother. Got arrested. Um, To me, I'm like, what is happening in Canada? And I, I think he's out. I don't know. I, I really, I have to search. <laughs> I just have to say, if you, if, if these last two years in the global pandemic, being at home, having devices, I know it can get overwhelming, but if you haven't learned that you got to really dig and search for truth at this point, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say. Um, there's so much confusion right now with the whole Ukraine, Russia ordeal. and um, I, I, there was a text I read today. It, it seems like an information war. I think that's the only way I can say what we're seeing because I have seen a lot of misinformation. Oh, doesn't that sound familiar? COVID-19, early treatment, misinformation. Once again, we don't get the clear answer. And if you think mainstream media is going to be the one to tell you what's really going on, ooh, I hope the whole pandemic has taught us that we need to find reliable sources of people that have discernment, that have wisdom, that are really looking at the data. And I'm not even saying I'm one of them. I'm just saying that I'm doing my best to try to educate myself, find different channels of communication so that I can at least try to get some sort of answer to what's really going on. Um, it's becoming more and more clear that I believe globally, a lot of our freedoms are under attack. And um, I get more and more concerned for what's happening here in our states. Um, I get more concerned that sometimes we're more concerned about the Ukrainian border than our own southern border. And if that's not concerning to Americans, I'm, I'm concerned that you're not really listening or paying attention. And I don't mean that in a, in a rude way. I mean that in a way that if you understood what was coming up through these borders, the evil that is coming into this country undetected, unchecked. Know that just because you're American doesn't mean you're safe. We have real enemies that want to destroy us. And I believe they are already in this country. They are already in our governments. They are already, it already seems like there is war on our on us as the American people. And a lot of times, I, I hate to say it, it seems like it's coming through our government. And it just feels that way. It is. It appears that way. And anybody that tries to speak out against it or say something's wrong 
Or why aren't we paying attention? Or why don't we just go back to drilling here on American soil, take some of that burden off of the Americans' backs? It, 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 all, it just appears that they want our economy to fall. They want us to break. And I, I just want to plant the seed that I think the bigger, the bigger picture for the global elitist is to get us all on a banking system, a digital banking system to where, hey, we don't have to worry about that. Um, you know, they're doing it in China now. Oh, facial recognition. Boom. Don't even worry about carrying money or anything like that. But the problem with that, and if I hope that Canada will help some people connect the dots, if we just saw what they did to people that said, hey, this seems like a really good thing. Stand up against the mandates. I want to be able to go watch my kid play a, a soccer game, but I'm not vaccinated. I, the the stuff, if you really pay attention to what's happening in these other countries, I, it's unbelievable. I mean, we have definitely, at least here in the States, have not been as restricted, at least in certain states, I can say. <laughs> Some states, unbelievable. But I think if we're not paying attention, that whole they're trying to usher some things in. It's just concerning. I, I spend every day with this urgency to say, I, I hope people can start waking up and realizing we need to really stand by our country right now. If you're afraid to support the flag or support those who, who have died for our freedoms to say, hey, that's wrong. Or I'm, I'm telling you, if the most persecution we get is somebody saying something rude to us at our workplace or at school or at our jobs or on social media, that's not that big of a deal. It's a, it's, it could be a lot worse. And I believe it will be if, if people don't start waking up and standing for freedoms and truth. And this isn't a right or left side. This is being on the side of truth. And, um, of course, I base my truth on God and his word. And I just want to close today's little segment with a little bit of truth from the word of God. It's in Job. For such a time as this, Job, <laughs> you know you're not doing well spiritually when you're reading Job. And you're like, yes, I feel it. Um, but anyway, times are dark. And um, I want to read, it's Job chapter 11, starting in verse 13. Um, and it says, yet if you devote your heart to him and stretch out your hands to him, if you put away the sin that is in your hand and allow no evil to dwell in your tent, then free of fault, you will lift up your face. You will stand firm and without fear. You will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as water has gone by. Life will be brighter than the noonday, and darkness will become like morning. You will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your rest and safety. You will lie down with no one to make you afraid, and many will court your favor. But the eyes of the wicked will fail, and escape will elude them. Their hope will, be, will become a dying gasp. So, anyway, I... I read the scripture to encourage believers of faith that it's time to put away anything in our hands that isn't honoring and glorifying God. And, you know, as we repent, as we put away those sins, we lift our hands to God, our creator. 
And I believe in doing that, God will restore. I, I don't think we've lost the battle here, but I think we need to wake up to it. And I think we need to stand in it. And I think we need to support one another. Our battle is not against our fellow Americans. And it's not even against other countries. Believe it or not, most people want what I want. We just want to have a a place to put our head at night. We want to have some food. We want to have some family, love, community. I mean, those are just some basic things that I believe the human as humans, we just desire that. And and if you start to realize how we're being plotted and not wait, I'm supposed to hate Russians today? Who wait, who am I supposed to hate? Tell and it's like, no, like we're all image bearers. We we are all created in the image and likeness of our, our father, of God, the creator. Our battle has never been against flesh and blood. It, it, it It's an evil that's infiltrated global governments, global elitists, and maybe they can be bought and paid for. But I believe most people, most people still are, are operating by faith and in faith. And and I just believe this is the hour that we have to awaken that faith again, to get back in our communities, get back in church, get back where you have your support. I'm not trying to convert you right now. I'm just trying to say it's time to start praying. It's time to wake up. It's time to start asking the questions and start trying to look for answers um, and stop waiting for someone to spoon feed it to you. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. If, if you want the truth, if you want the lies, you know, sit back, open your gullet in your mouth and just, bleh, and they'll just shove it all in and it'll make you feel really good. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I want a blue pill again. I'm like, give me a blue pill. Just let me, let me go back to sleepy time. Let me go back to sleepy time. But I know I can't, and I don't really, really want to. Um, so anyway, that's all I got to say today. Thanks for tuning in. And um, yeah, praying for you guys. Have a great rest of your week.